investing in property makes sense. Investing in the right property takes knowledge. Welcome to the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. I'm Jared McCabe, Director of Wakeland Property Advisory. Join me for expert insights into the fundamentals, trends and opportunities to help you create long-term wealth through smart property decisions. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 56 of the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. Now, regularly we get um, clients um, who are looking to sell a property or perhaps not looking to sell a property and they get approached by someone that wants to buy their uh, house, home uh, or investment property. And more often than not, this person is going to be have some form of vested interest. So they may well be a neighbour or perhaps even a tenant, um, but certainly have, a, have an interest in that property. But it's amazing how often these scenarios end up leading to nothing. People express a, an interest. It's, it's genuine in most instances that they do really have an interest in purchasing the property. However, the thing that isn't is their um, expectations around market value. And more often than, than not, these people are looking to pick pick up the property at a bargain and perhaps take advantage of what they may perceive as a, um, a need to sell. Um, so, and they more often than not will come up with every excuse under the sun, perhaps why they can't do it or why it's not going to work. Um, so what I thought today is we could have a look at some of the questions to ask and the considerations to make if you are approached by someone um, to purchase your property uh, and whether that, that might be that they are, uh, it's when you are considering selling, genuinely looking to sell the property or perhaps you're not and how you would approach it if, um, if there might be an interest if the price was right. Um, so the first thing that you really need to look at is um, the circumstances around how you're approached, and that will really influence how you will respond. Um, so why do they actually want your property? What, what's the level of interest? So perhaps if it's a tenant, for instance, they've, uh, they may have been in the property for an extended period of time and, and now considering purchasing a home themselves, and they love, love your investment property. Uh, they've enjoyed it. They, they know all its idiosyncrasies and, and things that work and things that don't, but have really enjoyed living there. Um, and it would make it a lot simpler um, to have a property that you already know the ins and outs of than having to go and search and perhaps come up with something that may not fall, follow through with expectations once purchased. Um, or it could perhaps be a neighbour who might be looking for an investment property uh, and like the idea of having it next door so they can keep an eye on things. Um, or they may be even wanting to buy a property for a family member. It's not uncommon for people to want to purchase something perhaps for a, uh, an elderly mother or father relative, or perhaps even to have children close by once they get to a point of uh, needing to move um, out of home and having the, the property next door or close by um, would work very well for them. Other reasons from a neighbour's perspective could be that they may well be concerned about demolition and future development. So if your site, if your property sorry, has a... Um, uh, a very strong land value and, and the improvements are of limited value to the site and perhaps the property is likely to be demolished, they may well be concerned about what's going to be constructed on that site. Um, and this, by purchasing the property, if they've got the means to do so, they can control what, what is constructed next door, if anything, um, and make sure that it's um, it doesn't have a, a negative impact on the value of their property. And then the, the, the last thing that's, again, quite common, uh, particularly if, um, if people have the, the financial capacity, is to perhaps expand their own home. So they may be looking to construct a tennis court or, or pool or just an extension to have more garden space. Um, and having an, an adjoining owner, uh, adjoining property means that they've, they've got a vested interest in being able to do that. So these are, are reasons and, and, and points why people may be uh, approaching to, to purchase a property. So then the next key consideration to look at is, is the property actually on the market or are you actually considering selling the property? Um, and if so, has it actually reached the point of being for public sale or is it in the process of being prepared for sale? Um, so you might be carrying out works 
on the property, um, getting ready to take f- uh, photographs to um, to present it in an ideal manner. Um, or did they perhaps come and approach you out of the blue in that um, you you just get a knock on the door one day, you get a letter put in your mailbox, um, you might be preparing to lease a property out um, and someone comes in and knocks and says, well, would you be prepared to sell it? Uh, and obviously, depending upon how you are approached, it then changes um, how you would respond and how you would approach it, the uh, the negotiation on that side of things. So if you've spent money on marketing costs, you're to a degree committed to the process, you are going to be selling, but there's expenses that you've put in place um, and you are committed to going perhaps down the market to get the best price you uh, you, proper, you possibly can. And the, part of the language to use if someone does approach you in that scenario when you are committed to sale is that um, you want to compete and you want people to have to compete in the marketplace. And that's the ideal scenario is to have neighbours or have in, uh, invested parties to have to compete for the property um, rather than feeling as though they can pick it up um, at a bargain level. So you might suggest to someone that, look, we may be interested if, if it can line everything up, um, but, they, um, but the price will most likely need to be, um, this is what we were expecting um, and at, as a result, you, you need to give me a reason not to go to the market. So it needs to be at least at that, um, depending upon whether you've actually already spent the money on advertising and photographs and those sorts of things, you may be able to save a little bit there by not having to do that. But you need to keep expectations high uh, and make sure that it's uh, that you're not dropping it um, for a cheaper price. Now, if you're approached when, for instance, you might be leasing the property or you have no intention of selling, then that's a very different approach again. And the best thing you can do is actually not give the person who's approached you a price um, and say, well, I wasn't intending to sell the property. I haven't been following the market that closely, but you need to give me an instant indication of of, uh, of what you would be prepared to pay. Um, now, more often than not, people are going to push back on that and say, well, I need a price guide. Um, and my advice is, well, you again, you approached me. I need to, um, you need to give me a figure so that I can then consider it. Um, now, obviously, you do need to do a hell of a lot of research before you even consider accepting something like that. And if someone's going to approach you in that scenario, they do absolutely need to give you a reason to sell the property. So it needs to be at a minimum at the top end of the property's value range, and if not a premium above that, uh, in my opinion. Otherwise, if, you, if you're not, not really thinking of selling, you just continue on with the, um, the purpose the property had for you previously. Um, because otherwise, it's um, the, the feeling is that, again, they'll be trying to pick it up from a bargain perspective. So it is really important to know your market um, and know the uh, particularly the strong results that may have occurred in recent times so that when they do give you a figure, you can then just determine whether or not that's realistic and whether or not they are pre- being prepared to pay you a premium for your property. Um, but the thing to keep in mind that is that everyone's different and every property is different. I think in more often than not in these scenarios, it does lead to nothing. Um, in that the the prospective buyer is hoping to pick up a bargain. uh, And more often than not, um, our advice to our clients when this scenario does pop up is to, if you are committed to selling the property, is to go through that process. Go to market and you'll find that if these parties are genuinely interested in your property, they'll still be there come auction day or private sale negotiation or they'll express an interest if that's the campaign you go down. Uh, but you do need to make sure that they have to compete for the property like everyone else because it um, it will hopefully lead to more competition on your property and a, and a stronger result being paid. So I've got a couple of good case studies of uh, examples of this that we've experienced um, over the years. Um, I had some clients a few years ago that I'd assisted to, to buy a new home. Um, 
and so once we'd successfully purchased this home, um, and they were uh, they had their settlement and things lined up, we managed to get a, a nice long settlement. Uh, we moved towards selling their um, their townhouse. Now they'd said to me all along before we purchased this new home that their neighbour had always said to them that they to let them know if they were ever going to sell because they'd be interested in buying it. Um, and they, the, my clients wanted to pursue that because they had a good relationship with them and they wanted to um, to give them an opportunity to. So I'd suggested um, leading into the campaign that we probably should quote to the marketplace 750 to 820 um, and that um, if we could get something um, around the top end of the range under competition, that'd be fantastic. It'd, it'd be a great result. Um, so... They were. Um, they decided that if it was to sell pre-market without having to do any works and things, that they'd be happy to sell it for eight hundred thousand to these clients. Uh, sorry, to these neighbours. Sorry. Um, now we went to the neighbours, um, who then got a valuation done themselves, and they came back and said that they were prepared to pay seven hundred fifty thousand, but no more. Um, my advice to the clients, and they were were happy to do this as well, was to say thanks, but no thanks. That was below expectations and that we we would take our chances and go to market and create competition, which is what we did. Um, interestingly enough, the, uh, the neighbours didn't pursue the property at all, um, but we had a fantastic campaign um, and ended up selling the property uh, for 875000 So in excess of what we'd all expected and certainly well and truly in excess of what the, um, the neighbours had been prepared to pay. Now, the second um, case study that we had was, again, neighbours approaching um, a client uh, who, was, who was definitely going to the market, um, and they were very keen to purchase this property. Um, we had a quote on this property of 3 to $3.3 million, um, and the, um, the neighbours had said that they weren't prepared to pay over $3 million at this stage. So um, the clients did consider it pretty hard um, because at that point in time, the 3 mil was more than enough for them to do what they needed to do. Um, but I was convinced that um, we should definitely proceed to market on that one because we, I felt that the property was, was going to meet with really strong interest um, because of the, the style, the condition, the location, the size of the land, that sort of thing. Um, so they, um, they took my advice and, um, and again, we went to market and had a fantastic campaign. It was really, really successful. It was at a time when this type of property had no competition. There was nothing else like it around, and there hadn't been anything for sale in this pocket um, of this suburb for a really long time. Um, and the neighbour did get involved in this instance and had to compete against another owner-occupier who was planning to carry out an extension on this property and do a fairly big renovation. But in the end, the neighbour was successful, but they purchased it for in excess of $4 million. So it was significantly above what they'd said that they were prepared to pay and they wouldn't pay any more pre-campaign. Um, but if they'd been a little bit more reasonable, um, my again, I would have tried to convince my clients to, to still proceed to market, but they would have accepted it. There's no doubt. But they the, um, the neighbours just weren't prepared to come to the market. So as I said, it's if you really want um, the property enough, and then they'll then people will pay market rates a neighbor tenant and if they do then it's something that you can certainly consistent but more often than not um, these people with a vested interest in the property who express an interest in wanting to buy a property um, as I said it is genuine they most of most often they do want to purchase it but it, they are they have got a very much a bargain mentality so unless the price is more than fair or perhaps the terms are really ideal so you you're getting the settlement terms or the um, a lease back or something along those lines that makes it worth your while, um, the advice would be to generally let them fight it out at, at, at auction and fight it out with the general market and hopefully you'll get a premium paid um, in that scenario. 
So that's about it for episode 56 of the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. Um, as always, please feel free to share the podcast far and wide on social media or with just with friends, family and colleagues. Um, we're certainly getting more and more uh, listens and follows every week, which is fantastic. Um, so if you would like to make rewarding property decisions, please visit our website, uh, wakeland.com.au. Um, and otherwise, we wish you all the best with your property decisions. Mm-hmm.